Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 359 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being interested enough to keep coming back and listening and sharing. I mean, there really is no greater honor for me than when you share an episode with someone that you love or someone that you care about. I every With every episode, I always say that I'm speaking to myself. But I love knowing that you're out there listening, and I hope you keep it up because we really are getting better and better every single day, and it does start with your mind. So I was thinking this last week about how spiritual leaders and maybe meditation mentors or any of your mentors, sometimes they'll say to you, if there's something unpleasant happening in your life that you have no control over, then you can look at it momentarily. I mean, we're not about sticking our head in the sand, but look at it momentarily and then move on, especially if you don't control it. There's no need to dwell, no need to focus on that if you do not control it, right? And as I was thinking about that, my thought was, went to the main unpleasant thing that I have going on in my life. Yours may do the same, but mine is, and I talk about it a lot, but it's my sister and her family that I don't see because they've chosen to not associate with members of the family, not in their religion. And as my thoughts touched on that subject, I I really did kind of smile to myself and I thought, you know what, it's okay. I don't control that, so there's no reason for me to dwell on it. Nothing I do is going to change that situation. But when I thought that thought, it kind of jolted me, and I said, wait a minute. Actually, there is something I could do that would change the situation. I could forego my beliefs, my desires, my intuition, and return to a religion that I don't want to be a part of so that I can be with some of my family that I do want to be a part of. I do have the ability to do that. And they would welcome me back with open arms. But I am totally unwilling to do it. I will not forsake who I am in order to be part of something, no matter how much I want to be part of it. I'm just not going to do it. And that makes me kind of proud of myself. I remember another time when I was in sixth grade where a group of girls, (laughs) they thought that they ruled the school. Now, one day I came to school and I said hello to one of them who I thought was my friend. And she didn't even respond. And the whole day, that whole group of girls ignored me completely. It was the weirdest thing. I could not figure it out. And in sixth grade, that's a big deal. When your friends, all of them ignore you, I had no idea what I had done. So the next day, I come in perfectly expecting to be ignored again. But they run up to me. All of them run up to me, and they're being super friendly. And they said, okay, we ignored you yesterday. Today, we're ignoring Chrissy, so you can't talk to her all day. So I thought, hmm, I had a big choice there. I could be part of their group and ignore Chrissy. She really wasn't you know, a big friend of mine anyway. I mean, we didn't hang out, so it wouldn't have been that hard. But in order to hang out with this group that I now realized are mean girls, I had to be a mean girl, even just for the day. Now, I wanted to be part of that group prior to this, but I really didn't want to be part of that group anymore. 
So that whole day, I hung out with Chrissy. I'm sure she thought, why are you hanging around all the time? But I was unwilling to waver who I was to be part of a group that I wanted to be part of at one point, but realized being true to who I am is more important than being part of something that requires for me to do things that go against what my inner guidance system says is right for me. And now all of that sounds well and good. But in order to be unwilling to waver, you kind of have to know where your values lie in the first place, right? You also have to have a solid understanding of what you have control over and what you don't. The only thing you will ever have control of is you. Your integrity with you is the most important thing you'll ever have. If you're willing to sacrifice your values and your integrity for short-term gain, you will always regret it. I read an article once about an actress who I don't remember her name, and you probably wouldn't know her name because she never won an Oscar. In fact, she didn't get the lead role because in order to get that, she had to do things with a certain movie mogul who told her if she didn't do what he wanted her to do, not only would she never win an Oscar, she would never play a leading role. But guess what? She held true to her values, and she said no. Now, she knows the girls that have said yes, and they won an Oscar. Everyone knows their names. But what now? Because winning an Oscar is just like any achievement. It's a momentary happiness. I read that Gwyneth Paltrow said after she won her Oscar, she actually got depressed because she thought, okay, that's the culmination. What now? That's why it's so important to know your values and to stick to them. Even when it seems like everything you want could be achieved if you would only give up your values temporarily, believing that it would be a shortcut to that dream. What I've found is usually shortcuts cost you more in the long run. That is super true in the design world. Anytime I've ever wavered on doing something the right way, thinking I would save money or save time, I've usually had to redo it the right way. And it costs me extra time and money, double usually. And look, I have done that. And I've also done things I'm not proud of in the past. We all have. Just remember, it's not what you've done, it's what you're doing that matters. My friend I had lunch with recently, Frida, said she was at an event for her grandson and the speaker said something she hasn't forgotten. And I will not forget this either. He said, in life, you make the right decision or you make the decision right. Is so good. So don't think that just because you've made mistakes or you've undermined your values in the past that that means you can't be a person of integrity moving forward. Sometimes we think that. A lot of times the mistakes that we make, though, these are the stepping stones to becoming who we're meant to be. If you erase all the mistakes of your past, you would also erase all of the wisdom of your present. You effectively would erase who you are. Everything we've experienced up to now makes us who we are today. And a lot of times, those mistakes that you make, they highlight your values. They shine a light. Those mistakes shine a light on our values because most of us have a set of values that we live by. And when we get sideways of one, we know it. And when that happens, we get to decide what happens next. Our integrity and our values matter. Anyone or anything that tries to get us to waver in our integrity or waver in our values, they aren't looking out for your best interests. They're looking out for theirs. I don't care if it's your family not speaking to you or a boss not giving you a promotion. In the long run, you'll always be better off staying true to who you are, even if it means short-term pain. My challenge to you today is to own your integrity and own your values. 
and be proud of your unwillingness to waver in the face of the opportunity to do so. And if you make a mistake, own it and make it right. Share this with three people unwilling to waver. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.